You're listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. Hey, welcome to the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Chris. And me, Dan. Uh, this week, Dan demands that we do not insult porn. Thou um, shalt not pass. We, uh, we learn about the legend of Brown Medway. And um, we also learn about sky crime. Enjoy. So, boys, what have we been up to? I mean, who are you? Like, I thought there was only three of us doing this who podcast the fuck now. Who the mother? Yeah, who the fuck are you? I think he's member number one, mate. He's the biggest member of us all. Yeah, I've got the member. <laughs> where, where, where was our OG yet? Like last episode, oh, he was, was busy. I don't even remember what I watched. So <laughs> <laughs> worth it, then. It's worth it. <laughs> Wasn't it quite a place too? Wasn't it the first viewing of that? It might have been. I just got, no, I don't think so. I saw that on. Uh, I can check. I'll check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of a quiet place, part two, um, I'm now legally allowed to talk about it, seeing as oh. I wasn't in the last part podcast. What a bloody good romp! Was I it- mean, you were allowed to talk about it in the last podcast because you got your timings wrong, didn't you? Yeah, it had already been out anyway by the time you recorded last. You, um, you added the editor booth note. It also oh, came, it yeah, came out did, four yeah, days yeah. early for some reason as well. Yeah, which really fucked me up. Because I hadn't yeah. written my review, and then Paramount were like, "Where's the review?" I'm like, "You fucking released it early. It's not my fault. I've been busy." Yeah, I love the way they released it early, literally everywhere, and then said, "Oh, it's a preview." So no, speak- you just released it. Speaking of which, they did that to the um the hit. Well, I mean, the hitman's bodyguard's wife or whatever. Uh, yeah. um, so we were we were offered on the web on the website a uh, press screening that came out on the same day as um, Unlimited. Um, whatever users got to got to see a preview screening of, and it was like, yeah, that was the Friday. So, so it's not a premiere then. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't bother to tell any of us limited users until that Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Useful. It was really annoying because they'd already released the release dates right three days before that, so everyone had already booked it. <laughs> so Honestly, the release, the release, run by idiots. <laughs> they he says that the- as a man who Sorry. lives there. Yeah, they're not even showing Monster Hunter. How, okay. how would you feel if you suddenly got a phone call from Odin saying we've listened to your podcast and we're now revoking your unlimited access due to slander? I'll just get a Cineworld one. <laughs> 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 These holes ain't loyal. Odin can kiss my ass. I really wish Showcase did one. Yeah, Showcase would be nice. Yeah, but travelling right up to Blue Water just to go and watch a film. You sure? Yeah, oh, what mate, I did that. I did that during the pandemic. That's fucking amazing because they were playing just like classic films for a fight. Yeah, all cinemas were. It was amazing. Yeah, but I know. But Showcase has got the nice seats. Uh, <laughs> for the same price. For the they same are, price. They are the most comfortable seats. Yeah. So I saw The Shining. I think I would probably said this a couple of months ago on the podcast anyway but for those of you that are listening that are new um i saw the shining on a big screen it's nice (laughs) big leather seats it's great i don't like the leather ones i just like the standard ones they're so much more comfortable than any other cinema seat jeez well i like the leather ones i could recline in them and it was nice Mm. i I like the recliners but i prefer the normal cinema seats there's something about being slightly uncomfortable while watching a film (laughs) kind of of traditional i I agree because like 
it doesn't take long in those requirements for me, my eyes to start going. Oh, same, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I really have to fight it in those. I yeah. did that, that during X Men Apocalypse. It's one of the few films that was just probably like... more due to the film than the scene, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. this we have a weird X Men link to this film, actually. Yeah. This film. Get, oh, we do, we do. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. I, knew, I, 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 yeah. Um, apart from apart from watching that film, I did the Brighton Fringe, and it was it was okay. Just that's okay. All, that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it it utterly destroyed my soul. Um, oh, for for various reasons, but. I had a friend who's like a fellow comedian go, how was the fringe? And then I sent him a half an hour voice note, which I didn't realize was half an hour. I was just ranting for that long. I then realized it was half an hour and said, you don't have to listen to that. You can delete. I mean, we're in a group chat with you. We understand the pain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the audiences were great. The audience was a fucking brilliant. Okay. uh, But the venue was a car hunt. Where was it? Um, at the Caxton Arms, never go there. Never go to the Caxton Arms. Piss in their beer. If you do go, piss in their beer. <laughs> Where um, is that? I don't, why would you I don't piss know in Brighton the beer? very well. Um, it's uh, it's just it, it's literally around the corner from the train station. So uh, it, it, it has every right to be a good venue, but but the pup, but the staff do everything in their power to make it a bad venue. That they literally turn people away. Are we talking and, about Odeon again? <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. This it would take up half the podcast if I was explaining to you everything that went wrong. Maybe when we're all in person, um, I'll, I'll we'll have a preamble and I'll just tell you guys about how shite it was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about the rest of years? What, what you guys been up to? Oh, do you mind quick cinema? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, way, dude. Like loads, loads of loads. <laughs> Excellent, Dan. Um. I haven't really been up to that much. Lego, gym, cinema. Who's Lego Jim? You've Lego Jim. <laughs> have, I, have I not talked about him before? No. Oh. <laughs> is, he, is he a friend you've made out of Lego? My is bad. There... Yeah, he's my only friend. Did, did, you, did you take the plunge and get a limitless? No. Oh. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, top pants, lads. Top pants. <laughs> um, okay, good. Uh, Chris, what do you um, mean? <laughs> not a lot, really. I've been working as usual. Been binge watching Sky Crime for some reason. Literally watched. For me, I just don't. I don't binge watch, but I've watched like um, Killer Next Door. Oh, Sky Crime. Sky okay. Crime. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a crime that happens on planes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like a superhero thing. I was like, oh, Sky Crime. That sounds interesting. And then you're like, the Killer Next Door. So, oh, Sky Crime. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's been sitting around, <laughs> sitting around binging that stuff. So lovely. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I I started binge watching a TV show that I'm not proud of. Go on. <laughs> I found this, uh, I think it's well documented on this podcast that I like trash TV. Yeah. Uh, I found this reality show called Below Deck. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking this is about people on, that work on the ferries. No, on, on uh, luxury yachts. Oh, okay. okay. And I just can't stop watching it. I don't know why. <laughs> I've been on a binge of um do you know who Ali Law is? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not proud of it. But no, I've been be, uh, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> but I just can't stop watching him break into places and have a go on <laughs> have a go on like slides and that and I'm like, oh that's brilliant. And then 
from like the start of the video, I'm like, I fucking hate this dude. And then he and then he sneaks in somewhere. I'm like, oh, the police might get him on that scary. <laughs> oh, so oh he's having a lovely little slide. And then the end of the video, he's like, like and subscribe, Mark. Get fucked. He's so annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they, you know, they tried to Al Capone him in that they they were trying to get him on a really stupid did, charge. Yeah, because he's been on uh, Jackmate's podcast. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah, it's quite interesting. Tell you who is it way more interesting though? Uh, Nightscape. I don't know who that, that is. That guy is fucking inspirational. Seriously. Okay. You ever want to feel sort of like the the world's better than you think it is? Yeah. Listen to him on uh, the Jack Mates podcast. Okay, I will do. Nice such shape. a great outlook on life. It's incredible. Excellent. I will do that. I'll make a note of that right now. Something else I made notes about was the uh, film we watched. Yeah, boy. Which uh, was Chris's, Chris's uh, pick. This week, smooth segue. When you say notes, how many post-its did you use? One, one, like half. Okay, Dan, I'm just going to give you a little peek behind the curtain, mate. I didn't make any notes. That was just a segue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We watched um, from 1987 Michael Muro's Street Trash, which I thought I was being really out there choosing this because I remember hiring this from Blockbuster Video (laughs) pretty much when it came out. Um, and then I found out Paul quite rightly told me that this is apparently a bit of a cult classic in the horror. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna claim to have known that already though. I no. didn't know till till we did. I was doing the research for this. But this film falls into the category of body horror. So yeah, this is the second melt body movie horror. that you've um, yeah. that you've suggested as well. <laughs> have you got Have you got a bit of a thing for melt movies? I, I, I love <laughs> it's so funny. I, I mean, it clearly is a comedy, and it, it is. Yeah, you know, it's actually meant to be a comedy. Yeah. It's listed yeah. as a yeah. comedy. So where was the funny bits? <laughs> Look, do you know what my first note is on this right and i wrote this after about 15 minutes uh if you don't if you watch this film and don't laugh there's something wrong with you <laughs> there's something even, wrong out with of, me. even out of like oh my god i can't believe they're doing that or yeah. Yeah. they've said that it's like the greasy strangler that's why dan doesn't like it yeah it's like an a 1987 87 the, yes. pro- the thing is i dan you find you don't you don't. You can't enjoy things ironically, can you? Not really. No. No. Well, well, this well, is this is the film that set out. Literally, they said they wanted to offend everyone <laughs> yeah. when they made it. And and quick quick note. Obviously, there are some things in this film that aren't okay by then standards and today's standards. But I think again, as we've said in previous podcasts, you have to take it in context. They were literally doing it to shock and awe you. <laughs> And if you enjoy it for the ironic, stupid, and it is stupid, then it's an enjoyable film. I really love the fact that we do a horror movie podcast, but we live in a world where you've got to apologise about name calling and not the mutilation of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We we haven't it's got to apologise. We, we haven't got to apologise. We're just respectful, and we'd like to let Can people you know. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a difficult it's a difficult time when you're four white blokes <laughs> talking about movies in 2021. You know, I don't mean it's difficult to do that before I get fucking cancelled online. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have to you know be, try and be aware and respectful because you don't want to be like the rest of the douchebags. Oh! <laughs> Like the director of this, I'm just going to go right into this because yeah. I think that the director of this film is the most interesting part of everything. Like okay. He, uh, right, his name is Michael Muro. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
You know, he is basically James Cameron's go-to camera guy. Really? Yep. There was, was some interesting the, camera shots in this. Yeah. Um, he was the lead uh, steady cam guy, like the lead camera guy. He basically, the steady, the concept of steady cam, this guy basically invented. Wow. Yeah. He is the man when it comes to steady cam. Yeah. And he was James Cameron's um, main camera operator on um, The Abyss, Terminator 2, True Romance, Titanic. Um, that's enough of his. And then you've got Falling Down, Crash. Um, he was the director of photography on both Rush Hour and X-Men Last Stand. Well, um, he's the uh, director of photography on shitloads of TV shows, including Seal Team with David Boreanis, um, Power, that's the uh, 50 Cent gangster okay. thing, um, Longmire and Rush, Rush Hour, the TV show. Oh, wow. So he's a bit of a vet then. Since this, yeah, so Much he's like had, our uh, main character. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Could he? Is he the main character? I think Dan's done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> that has the appearance of someone's just gonna. We just look like three kids are about to be massively told off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not angry, Chris. I'm not angry. You're just disappointed. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the, yeah, the directing's great. That's where it ends. I mean, the directing's not great. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> the kills were fun as fuck. No, they weren't. What are you talking about? They were My just paint. melts into neon sludge. It was just paint. <laughs> into a toilet and then becomes a shit hand puppet. It's fucking weird. You know, you know the uh, the main tramp with the beard? Yeah. yeah. He's also the visual effects guy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. There's yeah. just nothing, nothing compelling about this film at all. Oh, it nothing. was fun. It's not about being what? compelling. It was just fun. What How about against fun? <laughs> Whatever you like, Joy. We're not, but that's what I mean. Who compelling, you? compelling can be fun as well. This isn't fun. Can be. Yeah. Every fight scene is someone picking someone up by the crock and throwing them <laughs> over their shoulders. Brilliant. One brilliant. guy gets beheaded with a gas tank while holding another dude in the air. It's brilliant. One arm. Yeah. <laughs> you have one of the shopping chips of all time. <laughs> I love, why does that guy keep putting that gas mask on? <laughs> Why does he then put a bag over his head and walk through a window? It's fucking brilliant. Uh, I love I love a good person just having a rant, but the fact he's having a rant to no one, throwing shit around in the shop and then just going, oh, fuck this, puts the bag on his head. He's like, right, I'm going through a window. <laughs> I had to stop the film. I was literally laughing out loud. It was so weird. This is such a weird little bag. This falls in line with like the Greasy Strangler and um, Rock and Roll Nightmare, Zombie, zombie Nightmare. No, obviously, Rock and Roll Nightmare is the greatest film ever made, but this falls in line with that sort of like it's just weird, just weird, it, and so colourful. Like, and 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 when you're when you're like whenever you you're following the story of like the vets in in, in the the veterans, not the vets. <laughs> what film were you watching? Um, yeah, uh, whenever you're following the story of that, what the fuck's going on over there? Is there a storm outside? No, it's. I've got it on in the background. Um, oh, the film. Yeah. Oh, right, cool, cool. It's, it's, it looked like a flash of a camera, and I was yeah. like, and you look like you posed. posed. And I was like, what? <laughs> 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 
Yeah, we haven't got a Patreon, but but based on views and ad revenue alone, we can now all afford professional photographers during our sets. So <laughs> yeah. Sweet Action photo shoot headshots yeah. for later. Can it's we like they're all in the room together. I've paid for these out of my own money. Where, where, oh, uh, then ignore everything I've just said. You're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Yeah, this was just really fun. Every time someone died, there was a different, like, pastel or neon colour that they became. What's the explanation? There fucking isn't one. It just, well, we've run out of the blue paint. Let's do the I'm not actually that bad either. No, no, like they're really fun. kind of reminded me of the thing a little bit sometimes. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. Kill the head at the end. The practical mm. effects were, were all right. Yeah, man. The head at the end <laughs> looked up the girl's skirt and then smiled <laughs> as, she walked, as she walked down the road. He's just dead. What the fuck? It's so silly. It's so offensive and so dumb. But it's yeah. one of those things where, like, if you, if you read, like, if you were 13, and I, I definitely did this, wrote some sort of like edgy play where you were like, oh yeah, amazing. Or like, I used to make these fucking, thank God they're on VHS and those VHSs have been thrown away. I know that for a fact. Wait, just one second. Let's not just skip over that. What? You wrote edgy plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Like, like, like little, like, not like fan fiction-y things, like but like... When you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Like, like little novels, like 500 words. So when are we acting out one of your... Uh, they, no, they, uh, they, they luckily, I know where that, I know where they are, but I know that computer's destroyed. It was on Windows ME <laughs> in my bedroom, just being like, because I'd just watched The Matrix and I was like, yeah, everyone wears leather and Blade. I'd watch The Matrix and Blade. Ooh, like, everyone wears leather. Yeah, and my girlfriend at the time was into uh, The Crow. So I, I remember I, I told you guys that story. So like from about 13 to 16, I was like, yeah. And I was reading anime that I was like, oh, it's got boobs in it. I'm really dark and interesting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I <Jesus>. fucking wasn't. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I used to write little like, little like plays. But the flash of a blade meant it was all over. Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that sort of shit. Like, I'm not going to pretend I wasn't a pretentious little fuck either. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not picking on you. Or listening to Evanescence's first album. <laughs> that. Being like, yeah. yeah. I said I was pretentious, not a prick. <laughs> yeah. On my CD in the, back of, in the back of the bus. Like, yeah, I'm darkness. Oh, don't, don't pick on me, bigger kids. <laughs> it just put me in mind of that meme where it's the cat and it says, I am the knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was exactly that. But this film feels like, because if you went back and read, like, read that, I probably would have tried to do something like really edgy and shocking. And when you go back and you watch it now, you're like, you, or read it now, you'd be like, fucking hell, like. And this is so, trying so hard to upset everyone. Um, that I just think is fucking brilliant. So all that the find it even stuff. slightly offensive. No, no, no. There was like, there was the bit where they all like, where the tramps all grab the lady that I was like, oh, like oh, and then when when she washes up on the beach and that dude's like the fat dude, <laughs> I was like, oh no. But it was it wasn't like a oh well, I'm terribly offended. It was like oh no, <laughs> like that I think, particularly hasn't aged. <laughs> I think the other thing is we've got to remember it, it was 1987 when this yeah. was done. So um, I will just put you in the same direction. That was the same year the Lost Boys came out. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I was just going to say like it. It was that that time in culture when people were trying to be edgy, trying to be controversial, like fuck the the, the machine. Yeah, the thing that it reminded me of was um, um, the Divine film with uh, uh, directed by John Waters, Pink Flamingos. 
that came out in the seventies, where um, there's like a very famous scene with with where she's like eating dog poo and putting it up Ooh. her nose. Yeah, and like, and but it's intentionally trying to be disgusting and offensive, and because it's intentionally trying to do that, and it tries to push itself so far. The film's fucking hilarious. I mean, we grew up in the internet age, though. Two girls, one cup. Nothing more than that. Spring Olympics, all that kind of shit. Yeah, I've seen such horrific shit that you you cannot possibly offend me anymore. Yeah, I've been on the dark web. Like, it gets (laughs) dark down there. It gets dark down there. I was listening to a podcast about that recently. Right. Really interesting about the guy that came up with the Silk Road. Okay. He's a really young guy as well. Oh wow! Made shit loads of money and then yep. got busted because he tried to have someone murdered. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I I went for a stage on on YouTube watching those things. Where we're like, I bought a mystery package from the dark oh, web. So bullshit. Then. But yeah, well, that was it. Like, I watched the first one. Went, oh fuck me! The police have been called, and then heard the conversation where the police person's like, "Hello, I'm a police officer," and I'm like, yeah. "Right, so you." The you sound like this, but the police officer who's not wearing a microphone is like, hello, I'm a police officer. And it's like, no, 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 that's, that's fucking dumb. Um, yeah, silly. Like this film is really yeah. silly. I just, yeah, how are you not entertained by the desk? The dude who's, whose toe explodes <laughs> over the cat. And the cat's like, oh, fuck this. And then one drips over that guy's face and it melts. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like, the writer the film. He runs two blocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like melting, going, <laughs> for two whole blocks. And then just kind of lies down. And then, and then that, that girl's like, won't you do something good for once and save him? Like, what do you want him to do? <laughs> what the gunk off his face <laughs> I mean, also these are the healthiest looking homeless people I've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah yeah oh gosh it's really fun it's really silly do we do we do we need to go for in, in order or, or I've got, I've got no a fairly order. rough I've got a fairly rough one really go, go so, ahead buddy I, I, see, yeah. I think we should just go to the show we get it watched have a go <laughs> bit, uh, <laughs> and then go on to the next one <laughs> so we open up with a, a chase, which uh, we introduced to a tramp that, uh, called Fred, who's hiding behind the liquor store. And ghost, followed... of George, ghost of George Harrison, you mean? Uh, Fuck Jared Leto. <laughs> um, he really can play everything. He's brilliant. He's really good, yeah. <laughs> so he follows the guy into the shop, steals a bottle of uh, liquor, and you get a chase. You get <laughs> chased by everyone. Uh, including it starts with the, uh, the liquor store owner, then he causes a car crash, then you meet <laughs> Wizzy the Tramp. Can I who... can I stop you there, Chris? Like, he, like you miss some key factors. Like, he comes out, he throws whatever in the trash pan, upsets the Tramp. The Tramp goes running after him, all in this weird <laughs> fucking. He's doing like, the McGregor. He's doing the McGregor. He's just what, getting limbered up. Why is <laughs> up with that? Then he pokes his head round the door, grabs the bottle, whilst the owner does this fake fart. Which, al- so weird. which makes him turn round at his own fart and then spot the tramp like a dog. I not think that was funny. Like a dog. Just, oh, was that me? <laughs> I mean, come on, people. So we can do funny. better than that in life. <laughs> no, that was dumb. That was fucking dumb. It was really good. Yeah. 
So yeah, with Wizzy, and then he gets cornered by all three of the people that are chasing him. Then a ladder drops down. He goes up a fire escape, disturbs some people having sex. When there's a fire in, while there's a, yeah, while there's the a fire in the building, <laughs> slaps some girl on the ass and nicks her watch as she leaves. Yes, it was a shit. <laughs> and then we see some Willie. That's that's rare. Rare that you get to see some Willie. That not was in nice. This film. Uh, well, no, no, not in this film. But some Willie, you know on someone as opposed to <laughs> <laughs> what we see later. Uh, and yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah, that, pretty much. And he just, that girl yeah, needs some sunblock. She had some very heavy tan lines. Needs to, <laughs> needs to go get that sorted out. And he ends up in the back of a dust cart where he grabs his liquor and loses his money. And that's the intro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really he, wanted to watch, there's, there's a documentary with this called Meltdown yeah, Memoirs. I've got it on the disc. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. I bought, I bought the 2010 Arrow. Uh, All oh, right. The Amazon one obviously didn't have it and I couldn't find a copy of it online. For cheap or otherwise, you wasted so. your money on this as well, Paul. I, yeah, I paid two ninety nine for it on Music Magpie. And oh, it's mate, the, it's the Arrow fucking nice. I love that cover. That's so good. It's really good. Yeah, I'd love that on a t shirt. I'd rather just mm. give the money to a homeless guy. So we're next. Oh, so then we, yeah. we're introduced to the junkyard. We were introduced to Bronson, who's the you veteran. See that, you see that guy. <laughs> he was only cast the day before they started filming. <laughs> you want to say yes? Else? He didn't read the script until three months after the film wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, his opening scene has been having a blanket lifted off his head, and he's laying. He's sitting there with that. Uh, now, what's her name? Winnet draped across his lap. Oh, Winnet! I hate that word. <laughs> I hate her. Actually, she makes me feel sick. <laughs> She looks like a younger Susan Boyle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> also makes me feel sick. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to Ed's liquor store, uh, and this is where he's finding a crate in the basement of this Viper. Uh, and then Fred appears and Nick's one. Uh, so do we do we actually find out what's contaminated it? You know, what why it is what no. fucking film. No. <laughs> And, and there's there's no rhyme or reason to how it reacts either, and I don't give a shit. So some of, some of them their head leaks, some of them blow up. Yeah, some, some <laughs> of them that explode. guy. Yeah. Uh, oh. did, I just got to say one thing. Um, we got any trousers? It's dog food. There's a chicken hanging out of your leg. <laughs> No, it's, I can't help if you're cashier. Can't see chicken for dog food. <laughs> he goes. What? <laughs> It's like it's like that when later on when the dude's just eating chicken on the door and then the guy comes out and he's like, Oh, you eating my fucking chicken. I'm smoking my cigarettes. You wanna be like me? And I was like, What? So uh you know Brian Singer was a grip on this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. What the fuck's a grip? Fuck knows. Come over, I'll show you, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've no idea. I think they don't they are they the ones that tape all the leaves? Like I believe they just tape down all the leaves down. And, like, you know what? We're on the internet. Trip over them. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's loads of roles. There's grip, best boy. Um, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, my dog is the best boy. No, I won't. I won't be hearing any arguments to the contrary. Thank you. <laughs> and yes, I did say dog. The new one's a bit of an arsehole. Uh, the grip. Uh, or key grip is the person in charge of setting up equipment to support the camera and on some sets support lighting equipment, but not the actual lights. Never touch the actual lights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah. So there you go. That's what that's what they do. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. I didn't want to know Best Boy. Hang on. Let's look oh, up Best Boy. Boy. Yeah. Not Best Buy, Mike. Best Boy. Careful. Understanding yeah, the role. You are of- online. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a Best Boy is the first assistant to the grip crew or the lighting department and fills a number of roles on the television. While the gaffer and the key grips work to do stuff down, the Best Boy. Oh, I've got to open it up now. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fuck's sake, a whole click of a button. Sorry, Jeez. mate. Yeah, I had to click. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, what is a best boy? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Let me uh, let me throw some facts at you while you The best that. boy generally keeps the day-to-day operation of the electrical or grip departments running smoothly. Common best boy responsibilities include hiring crew members, creating work schedules, managing the film crew and equipment trucks at the behest or in absence of the department head. Uh, there's There's a massive list. Basically, dog's body, middle well, management. I was going to say, like, he sounds like he's got some responsibility, but he's called a boy. Yeah, which is kind I, of degrading. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's got um, dark undertones from the from the golden days of Hollywood because all these names have got, you know, they're all come from back in day. Weinstein specials, you mean? Oh God. Yeah. Sounds like, one of the, sounds only, like the one. only one of the Weinsteins, allegedly. Oh, okay. Yeah, because... Isn't so he in polar. prison, though? Yeah. Yeah, so f- fuck allegedly. Yeah, but we don't know what his brother's done. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Fair, okay. <laughs> we're, all in, we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got... Uh, yeah, there's no allegedly when it comes to fucking Harvey, is there? <laughs> um You've got Tony Darrow in this, which, you know, the guy in the limousine, like the gangster yeah. fella. Um, that's Larry Barisi from Sopranos. Oh, okay. Never There's seen actually that. some talent in this film. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen The Sopranos? No, I just never got around to it when it was a, a thing and then Get missed it. Get around to it now. Oh, my God. Let me know I've seen something you haven't. What Dan, are you I, doing? Dan, I haven't either. Dan, I haven't either. <laughs> it's See, not it's surprising f- from him. Oh. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> I just never really got into, like, gangster shit. I just, it just never... It's more than gangster I'm sure shit. it is. I'm sure it is. But it's like I, I watched the first Godfather and was thoroughly oh. bored. That's yeah. because it's fucking boring. Okay, good. That's why you were bored. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking boring film. And then I watched Breaking Bad, and then everyone was like, it's basically a better Sopranos. And I was like, okay. It's nowhere near as good as Sopranos. Okay. I didn't right. even finish Breaking Bad. Not I. I literally have not seen the last episode. That's it. Oh, well. it's pretty good. I, enjoy, nice. I enjoyed it. I think so it was again, right it speaks for itself because you're all still talking about Sopranos and nobody's talking about Breaking Bad. So. Oh, except, I, that, except that drug dealer that killed that dude on uh, the Dells in Rochester. You what? He cited uh, Breaking Bad as one of his influences. You know, <laughs> he killed that drug dealer and put him in a barrel of fucking sulfuric acid. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Did you not hear about that? No, no. It was only last year. Well, lockdown, uh, innit? You're bored. Yeah, I was going to say, I, was, I, I thought everyone was in lockdown. I, I can't believe someone was out killing someone. Yeah, I can't believe drug dealers were out during lockdown. Yeah, I know, right? Absolutely. Absolutely disgusting. Not wearing masks. <laughs> Still doing a handshake deal. That's not socially distant. They should just throw the, throw the drugs out the side of a car window. <laughs> Absolute bullshit. Or six foot long joints. <laughs> That's what she uh, said. Anyway, 
Crimes Like These is a new UK-based true crime podcast discussing famous serial killers such as Edmund Kemper and cases you may not have heard about. You can find us on social media, Twitter at Crimes Like and Instagram at Crimes Like These. Feed your true crime obsession and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to Crimes Like These for a fortnightly fix. <laughs> oh yeah so um, but then we we find the booze viper yep and um, uh fred pinches one runs off with it because some guy comes in a wheelchair without any limbs and falls <laughs> out all over this, the floor. Dude, this dude is so angry at the guy in the wheelchair and then he's yelling at him to get up and again i know obviously they're doing it to be offensive but i was like fucking hell because he just falls over he's like you oh, you're breaking the best merchandise get the fuck up get I, like, the fuck I like the way he rolls into the shop and then inexplicably falls out of his wheelchair for no reason <laughs> it just that just served no purpose towards the story nothing i mean that's rich coming from someone that loves the matrix Oh, you've seen the second two Matrix films. Explain what that has to do with anything at all. Fucking well, has um, everything. I, I think if you find if you if you read uh, Enter the Matrix, then you'll understand that um, actually it all ties together. No, exactly. Don't get him started. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like it. I like Enter the Matrix. I like I like the first Matrix. I, like I, might, I might just be too fucking dumb for the other two, but I don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't, put you, don't put yourself down, Paul. I'm surprised you got the first one. <laughs> Who said I did? <laughs> I just like the leather. Then <laughs> we get a scene again, another scene that's just thrown in for the fuck of it. Bronson's window cleaning services. <laughs> just, put a, just put a couple at some yeah, what and have put a two through a window. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and then it's off to the junkyard. We meet, we find out that Fred's got a, a younger brother who's remarkably clean for a homeless dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they're all remarkably clean. But and he's clean, dropping off but... Wendy from the junkyard uh, office. Yeah. I mean they're not missing protein, these homeless people. <laughs> why why homeless people as well? Well it's yeah. supposed to be a thing about veterans were like a th- a popular sort of trope back in the day of like, you know, they came back from Vietnam in the in the seventies and were sort of disca- discarded and ignored. Yeah, I, I do know about that sucks. Like that proper sucks. But yeah, they're but all I mean, veterans then. I mean, yeah, this happened yeah. again now, but without yeah, getting is. too much into political bullshit. <laughs> uh, well, oh, then we were introduced to Frank. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, so, <laughs> again, go back. They're veterans. Yeah. They're acting like complete fucking retards. Listen, don't try and understand it. <laughs> they've had nothing to understand. They've had, I mean, they've, you know, if it's set in the time it's set in of the 80s, they've had like several years of being homeless and they're drinking alcohol every day and doing various yeah, drugs. Because many of them were obviously stricken with PTSD, yeah. but they didn't understand PTSD back then. Well, we get that bizarre scene with Bronson having <laughs> sex with that uh, that woman. And the explosions are going off, and he's just like feeling very patriotic and got. Oh, a knife. That? <laughs> that was what the flashy was earlier. That that scene. And oh, okay. She sits bolt upright and just starts sucking on his nipple. Like, I, I, 
<laughs> I can't. I can't. I absolutely loved him decking that decking that cop though, and then pissing on him while, yeah. while singing the, the national about? anthem. But you before that, the cop had decked someone and vomited on them. <laughs> like, literally put his fingers down his throat and vomited on them. <laughs> Again, I think it just just another thing. Oh, we'll add a bodily fluid to to fuck people up. Uh, yeah, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Mike, as someone who doesn't really take narcotics, like, how do you get through something like this film? And because it's like, really silly, like, it's really silly. Well, who, they were who, just, they were obviously having a fucking blast when making yeah. the film. Yeah, and and it's just dumb. It's just a piece of like dumb. I rarely like people go, oh, I watch you know fucking EastEnders or whatever. Oh, just switch off. And it's like I can't do that because it's fucking moronic. But this film's like. It's moronic, but it's it's my type of moronic, <laughs> where, like, it's still ideas are being had. And, like, the camera work's really fucking good. And, and if we, you've just said that, you know... Yeah, it goes to show later on, he's a BAFTA award-winning cinematographer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who dropped you when you was younger, Mike? Because I'll... <laughs> my dad at the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. And and the like the cut the use of color like it was really in like who has the idea if you're doing like a bog your bog standard indie horror affair you go yeah he drinks the booze and then he melts and then we get guts everywhere we get all the corn syrup blood and this dude's like nah fuck that just some neon and pastel paint why because <laughs> fuck it why not where does it come from no explanation fucking love it it's gone off all oh, right is that what happens when booze goes off does it brilliant was, was there a brilliant. we didn't quote the budget on this did we what was the budget on this? i didn't see it listed yeah I didn't see it. yeah just because like it was about 50p they, they clearly robbed some fucking hardware store of all their luminescent paint and then proceeded to take their cheap handheld camera and attempt to act in front of it oh dear the they acted not listed on imdb they yeah. acted like like people did in like porn back in the day don't insult so I don't porn know, so i don't i don't know whether i don't know whether that was another part of it is like you know these guys are all going to act like like porn stars like the scene before the lady gets dragged through the tire wall and sexually assaulted where she's having sex with the dude for all of about three seconds because he can't, or he's a quick finisher, maybe. I was going to say, how that's did he got, last three seconds? That's, that's got all ages. the that's got all the hallmarks of like you know your your seventies and eighties porn with a storyline <laughs> kind of thing. Everyone's acting in that way. I love the dude who's like, there's the three dudes outside while they're having while they're having sex, and he's like, whoa, and like you can only see through the little hole in the in the tires. His head, like the guy's head, and he's like, Whoa! It's like, Well, you're just watching a guy's O face. Like, no shame on you, dude, but you're just watching a guy's O face. I mean, I've seen less of Paul whilst he's having sex through through, through a gap, but yeah. <laughs> just those little bum cheeks going back and forth. That's I love it. What does it, gets, it for me. gets me right off. Absolutely. I'll send you a video if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to like remind you, you talk about all this acting stuff, Mike. Lost Boys was filmed uh, released the same year. No, I know, yeah. Stark contrast in like people being able to act and clearly I don't even know what these guys must have been paid because it wasn't with money. No one would Yeah, but Lost Boys wasn't wasn't the mission statement of Lost Boys was tell a fucking great movie about modern day vamp, like revolutionise the the vampire mythos. And the mission me statement of this is 
to uh, I literally told you at the start their mission statement was literally to offend as many people as they possibly could. Peter that was their like, whole hold my that beer. was the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. That was the whole reason. It's Dan left. I'm here. Right there. I, I'm, um, I'm not far away from leaving, but no, I'm still here <laughs> at the moment. Okay, you can't no. leave. This is your choice this week. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, so and and in that, I I can imagine, and and it, it gained a lot of um, it gained a lot of kind of youth audiences because they saw it as like a piece of renegade art, something to something to use against the man, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, horror is the one genre where you can make a totally shitty film and have it massively popular. Yeah, like why is that the- a good thing? Well, it's a good thing for young, less talented filmmakers who later on become talented filmmakers. It floods the genre full of shit. (laughs) Well, the horror horror is always been full of shit. I mean, it's it's full of shit. There's tons of because horror is cheap and easy to make. Yeah, always there's always going to be tons of shit horror films. Yeah. I just sat through this hating on you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. I love I mean, you just, now, but... I mean, just, <laughs> the pressure off Mike for a change. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. If, if I feel a weight lifted. Off me. <laughs> that, that, that's still your next choice. <laughs> I was going to say, so that's Mike, Chris, Paul, you've, you've, you're right at the moment. Please try and keep yourself in the green. Oh, I always do. <laughs> I have to because I follow Mike, so I have to bring the podcast up from its dip after Mike's choice. So. That's very true. Very <laughs> true. Fucking shade of it all. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> all right, if we've got to crack on with this corona, where are we up to, Chris? Okay, uh, we're introduced to Frank, the world's most inappropriate junkyard owner. <laughs> Some yeah. seriously rapey shit going on in the oh, in That guy is fucking disgusting. Yeah. He's just gross. Oh, Makes me feel sick just thinking about him. Yeah. Oh, and then later on, where he like well. he like comes in her lap and she thinks he's died of a heart attack. Oh that yeah. Like, oh, he's the one that ends up. Break. He finds a body on the beach and decides yeah. to have its way yeah. with that. So yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking looks like he's in pain. <laughs> just, I couldn't find anything. Uh, uh, oh, then we get our second bottle of Viper sold. So we get a guy melting up on the railings. On the uh, oh, this is the part where you look where the guy's underneath. Yeah, we've already done that bit, haven't we? Um, and then, and then we... just the random cat that seems to pay like the best actor out of the whole fucking film was that cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Bert goes shopping. We're having chicken tonight. <laughs> oh, every time I think about him exiting, it's so good. Uh, we have, uh, and then we're kind of introduced to the cop, build a cop. They have a bit down at the police station, but they got that blue hand hanging there from the guy that's that, nowhere down that the corner. Was actually a legit New York detective. Wow, this is the only film he's ever made, too. All right, mental. Yeah, and then we meet the doorman. Oh, what a character he is. We meet the doorman, uh, and this is when Fred meets that drunk girl, and she ends up coming back to the junkyard with him when he gets the... Is it their cool tower, yeah. tire house. She, <laughs> she's that drunk. She decides she needs cock from a homeless guy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it is Jared Leto, though, so... I mean, like, she's just come out of the club. Clearly, like, 
wearing some nice clothes or whatever. So it's a higher end club, yet she has to resort to the, the homeless guy. <laughs> Go back to a junkyard and get literally watched. I mean, the smegma that that guy must have been packing. <laughs> Grim. Oh, that hit every, every time someone talks about that, I'm reminded of that story that fucking Paul told me. Yeah, me too. About that dude who never washed. Oh yeah, that was oh. nice. and it's just those are the type of things I was watching. Just like, come on, like think it through, guys. Did nobody sit down and go, really? Yeah, nobody. No, no there were guarantee there was not a point during the making of this film where anyone sat down and thought, no. really? <laughs> no, they they just have... went with it. Yeah. There may have even been places where they thought, well, necrophilia, have we really gone far enough? <laughs> Did any of you watch the short film it was based yes. on? Yes. Yeah. No. It's yeah. basically exactly the same. It's the same oh, part. Right. There was 15 yeah. minutes more of this shit that I'd have had to have part up with. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have all the shit go down with her. Uh, I just yeah, outrageous. Um, uh, and then Mr. What's his name? Frank comes out, finds a bum in his yard, which he tries to reject, and finds the body. And then we end up with a game of penis catch. <laughs> that, that bit was so fucking weird. Like, the that music, was the last thing I expected <laughs> to happen. <laughs> and then where the fucking woman? Takes the penis, puts it in the doll, taps it, and then um, the dude looks over to her. I can't remember his name, the guy with the beard. Bronson. Bronson. And he looks at her like, no, we're playing penis catch. Yeah. Like, All right, She tried to keep it. Yeah. And then he's <laughs> then he gets it, goes to a taxi, and they're like, no. And then we cut to him hanging off the back of the school bus. And that's the last we see of him. Amazing, because because you can see that his hand, his left hand that's hanging onto the window, right, has got no penis in it, which means that his right hand, which is hooked inside the window of the screaming children, has has a cock in it. So he's just <laughs> this school bus has stopped, and he's gone. What? <laughs> and his kids are going. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, I love it. Uh, when, then we're, oh, we're coming back to uh, the copy. Oh, this is the doorman talking about how he thinks the cops have got witness protection and just gets insulted by that guy. Oh, what's his? I can't remember the name of the character. Which one? Uh, the you're a fucking bum guy. Oh, yeah. You're a fucking remember. dead man. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Danone, Mr. Danone, yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the, the uh, doorman tries to give it the big and then in front of the cop. I and love then, that then, doorman. The kid. Then, I'm all right. I've got witness protection. I know, you know what? There's a post credit <laughs> scene with him and the gangster. Yeah, yeah. Hold him. That is the best bit of the film. Yeah, that's like, the last. It's, part it's part actually part legit funny. It's yeah. like I don't know. It just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> Can you uh, get me the ring before it dissolves? <laughs> like, I'm the Don now. I'm the Don now. It's <laughs> tripping down the stairs. <laughs> uh, then where are we? Uh, oh, then we have the junkyard brawl, which we've already talked about. Bronson and Bill the cop. Yeah, beating each other up. And what's that now? The last of you see of the cop as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the cop gets killed. 
Oh, does he die? Yeah, yeah then he pisses on him. Like then he pisses on him while singing the national anthem. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't know he was dead. He oh, stabs okay. him in the back with a bone knife. Bone knife. Yeah. It's so cool. That's no, I love it. Literally, I just did watch that bit. Just I love it so much. I'm literally watching that. Like the random fight scenes as well. So he, he he's just fallen to the floor. He gets up and then just charges at him with like head first with his arms down beside his waist. This is the cop that is. It's like and picks up the chick and just throws her at a, a wall and then oh my god, like it's not even a decent fight scene. You mean the one with the, with the cop and that guy in the garage is the worst fight scene I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm watching it without any volume on, and it's I don't know if it's worse or better. I can't can't tell. It's not as good without the volume on because you can't hear the weird sound effects. That's yeah. my point. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can make stuff up in my head and like change the words and make it sound actually half decent but then you just watch the acting you're like no can't even do that now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what's my next note uh oh next is the incredibly inflating man (laughs) ah i love that with the exploding (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which he just said fred suddenly realizes and thinks i'll better go and tell ed the liquor store owner, but on yeah. the way, uh, drops, uh, uh, arranges for the horrible tramp, Wizzy, to, to take his bottle from him and watches him melt and has a good laugh at him. Uh, and then runs back to Ed, who's already drunk some and he's melting in the street as well. Yeah. Uh, this is but at this point, it's just melt after melt because, um, you then go back to the junkyard. Bronson's got a bottle from somewhere, Winnet nicks it, and then she melts into a car bonnet. <laughs> uh, at which point Bronson's getting his eyes on Wendy from the junkyard and it, this, this all ends with the, the big chase around the uh, junkyard with Bronson and the two boys, which he a gas canister for his yeah. <laughs> It's fucking, it's so good. Partially, those effects look really good. Even listening to the chronos boring me. Ah! I don't yeah, know, I don't, man. I can't even get a chrono in my head, to be honest with you. It just didn't seem to have any yeah. direction. Exactly. <laughs> it's basically a list of kills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even kills, just deaths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess, you know, it's, it's all well and good to kind of, you know, go through the chrono, but you're right we should kind of just talk about what our favourite kind of bits were, I guess. Or least favourite for you, Dan. Dan All of it. Least favourite bit was the start right through to the end. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) From the second the credits rolled up at the beginning to the second they went down at the end. (laughs) Like, when when you put a film in front of me that's got boobs in it, I turn and say, yeah, I didn't enjoy that. You know it's got to be bad. Oh, now dear. you've got regular boobs, Dan. Your your boob enjoyment has gone down somewhat because you don't need to see it in film anymore. That's true. That is true. Your connoisseur boob status has been taken away. <laughs> I think we're going to favourite bits. I think mine's probably, I like the whizzy death where he's up against the wall and just melts down. His head stays there for a bit. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I like that one. That's actually my favourite one because it's also one, visually one, the, probably the best one. Yeah. I reckon um, the one I've just watched, the exploding fat guy. That's great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slow motion of, like, just everything. Yeah. yeah. I'll give but, it its juice. 
But that sir, it is good. only it is only wafer thin, <laughs> wafer thin mint. Vapor vam full. I might have to stick scanners on my list <laughs> for this podcast because of the exploding head. I yeah. still haven't seen that. That is definitely on one I should get around to watching. Yeah, just for that bit alone. <laughs> well, again, it's a cult thing. I watched Rosemary's Baby the other day because uh, I felt I needed to. It's it's not bad. Yeah, I like it. It's not bad. I haven't seen that for years, that film. I'll tell you what I watched the other day that has a weird link to the film we watched last week. Um, I watched The Colour Out of Space. Yeah, I did get that. Yeah. Um, which is great. Good good slice of... I love Nick Cage and everything he's in. Who so, doesn't love Nick Cage? Uh, several people, and I don't understand well, them they're wrong. fundamentally. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I found out that the, uh, the guy who comes from the waterboard... Uh, who's like a, a pretty big character in Careful the film? Spoilers here. Um, no, no, it's 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 like right at the start. Um, he comes from Miskatonic University. <laughs> he comes it's... from he comes from Miskatonic University, which is the university where uh, um, Reanimator Reanimator happens. And I was like, that's, ah! prob- that's probably intentional. Yeah, yeah, because it's all like a Lovecraft thing. Yeah, but I was just like, what? <laughs> it's kind of exciting um, that that was happening. So yeah, w- watch that as well. Watch that; it's a great film. Um, anyway, um, this film's fucking great. This is uh, just a fun, stupid one. This is a film to watch with loads of people around. I mean, yeah. a few bevs. Or if you're having a Halloween party on silent in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Or if you've got anything better to do, go and watch something else. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say um, get it, get it watched. It's fucking yeah. great. Yeah, yeah I mean, get it watched. It. If you if you if you get if you can find humour in shit, <laughs> <laughs> which Dan can't. If you're I, a fan of B movies, this is a fucking great. This ain't movie. a B movie. I like B movies. This is like minus too, what? the swarm. I love the swarm. A billion Z. <laughs> what B movie do you like, Dan? The one with the bees in it. That fly. It's the animated one. <laughs> is that not what you're talking about? <laughs> Bugs Yes. The only bit I remember from that is a bee leaning up against a spoon saying, So, do you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some weird human bee interaction going on there. Okay, um, we got we got Blind Smith. Oh, hang on, hang on. We've got we've got to get oh, the machetes yeah. out, don't we? We also got to come to these reviews. We've got to come to because oh, I'm because I'm I lead the expeditions, Paul, deep into the Amazon jungle. But before we get to that, are we are we all now that Dan's left the room? Are we all agreed? To get it watched. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good. Also, some of us get it watched. Brilliant. Right. So, uh, yeah, t- get, get your get your machete out, Paul. Here, take take mine. Can you feel? Can you feel the heft of it? Thank you. Yes, it was it's quite. quite uh, do you know what I mean? Quite nice. Like it's not that. too. It's not too big. It's not too bulbous. Snug. Snug. It fits, fits right in. Yeah. It fits right. Right in my hand. It fits. Give it a swing. I'll give it a squeeze. Ooh. Nice, isn't it? It is nice. Firm base. Very firm, actually. Yeah. Well, you know, it's only going to get firmer because we are oh. going into the Amazon jungle. Hooray! <gasps> <laughs> 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 What 
magical crystal <laughs> crystalline creature was that? Who knows? Who knows what that was? Did you go into the uh, Earth's crust with King Kong? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did. We went to the the land below, uh, where Godzilla and King Kong live. Uh, brilliant film. Okay, Anthony Herlow. <laughs> Anthony Herlow says, uh, "Unbelievably bad, bad everything." <laughs> Yes, what, Anthony. What was this, Dan Usher? What? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think you find that that's a, a, an anagram of my name. If you rearrange the letters. So you've got uh, Blind Smith. Uh, Build-up was too long. Script was rubbish. Production terrible. Acting was worse. Yep. Multicoloured melting scenes were comical rather than gruesome. They're all, leading up, <laughs> all leading up to a rather weak climax. Weak climax? He blows his head off with a gas canister. It's marvellous. <laughs> Nope, it's weak. <laughs> this reminds me of, I saw a review this week. I was going to send it to you guys. It was an Amazon review of Monty Python's Flying Circus, and it was one star, and someone just went, I hate British people. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's got a point. What have you bought it, then? You silly cum. <laughs> uh, John Case is bad, not in a good way. Horrible movie, not even bad in a good way. Just unwatchable. Don't waste your... Don't waste your MLM money. What? <laughs> what? Multi-level marketing. <laughs> what? Interesting. Why? That that I want to know what's going on in John's life. Does his wife have an MLM that she like? She's like a bloody Sensi or a um. What, what's that fucking shit? Herbalife. Uh, <laughs> anyone uh, can pick one. They're all yeah, the same she's, ma- she's making DVD money. Get <laughs> 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 you yeah, that horror film you like, darling. I just sell three cases of Sensi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a really long one from Marcus Morales. I'm not oh, oh my god! Right? Are you, you going to go for that, Mike? I mean, it's big, but it's okay. disturbing. <laughs> it's really we pop on the older, the old music. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, Marcus Marcus Morales. He's got a picture of the Colonel from KFC. Don't know why. <laughs> Paul's left the room because he's like, I know what's coming. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. This is like when everyone goes for a piss when the drum solo happens. Right. Okay. So Marcus Morales says, <clears throat> I heard about street trash through an exploitation website. Why are you on an exploitation website? That had a myriad of sleazy pictures from all over the world that whetted my appetite for gratuitous. No, I'm not doing this voice for him. I'm not doing this voice for him. I'm going to change my voice for him. We're going to change the music. Right. I heard about street trash from an exploitation website that had a myriad of sleazy pictures from all over the world that whetted my appetite for gratuitous sex and violence. When I recently decided to purchase a bunch of DVDs that I've been telling myself to get for years, I thought it would be a good idea to throw one in at the better sounding movies from this site. Street trash was the safest. Cheap liquor that causes people to melt <laughs> or combust if you have to be an obese bum. Nah, a woman gets gang raped by rabid hobos. Is there anything more dreadful than that? Heavens no. And a shell shocked bum built like a pro wrestler is ruling the underground with an iron fist. How could you go wrong? It got four and a half stars from the amateur critics at Amazon, which you are one of because you're posting on fucking Amazon. Which is, it is films like Glen Gering, Glen Ross, and Naked Mustard Up. So if a movie this this ridiculous gets the same re- reception, it must be unforgettable, campy cult classic like Evil Dead and movies. So I must own a copy. Oh, it's awful. 
What a waste. The death from the caustic liquor were few and far between, barely even used as a block device. <laughs> the stuff you could have got on your stomach churning failed because they dealt with it in such an inane, ineffectual fashion. Like the, keep, uh, like the keep away with the severed dong and the chick being raped one more time by the fat junkyard owner. That's what he said. He said, I like, I like, that was the thing he liked about this film. He liked the keep away with the severed dong and the woman being being raped when she was dead. There's no so, taste. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a sense of humour of a sequel to Revenge of the Nerds. The only funny part was when the black bum berated an old light, light lady at the grocer's. He was the only bum that had the spunky spirit of the fun bums that are usually in these kinds of movies. But most of the bums, which he fucking loves a bum, doesn't he? With the exception of the main bum, who was some sort of lameo spirit Alec, smart Alec that whined all the time. Him and his brother seemed to be hobo poseurs. The dirt on their face was so contrived, like they applied it to themselves. Like Is he still up. the same one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I changed his voice. I changed his voice because he started off by saying he was on a sleazy website and 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 dirty pictures whetted his appetite. So he bought a bunch of DVDs, and this was one of the the nice ones that he bought. So who knows what you? I didn't know you could get that sort of stuff on Amazon. I thought uh, you know maybe he took a trip to the dark web. Basically, he's not happy. Um, no. Maybe it doesn't deserve one star, but it's to give it a lower rating since people here give away gold stars like hippie fourth grade teachers. I disown this DVD. Can't. <laughs> You fucking sad cunt. Well, 2008, so hopefully he's wanked himself to death by now. What, what's, what, I don't know what's worse. Like, the, the people who rated it, I uh, didn't rate it, sorry, because it was just bad along with me. But the fact is, he didn't like it because it probably didn't live up to his dire standards. And <laughs> yeah. that's why he didn't like what it for. Enough hype in this <laughs> yeah. yeah. One star, like what the fuck? Yeah, he did openly admit to his desire for gratuitous sex and violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so points <laughs> needs less colourful gore, needs more rape. <laughs> um, Paul, could yeah. you could you read this one? Um, no, because I don't. I can't. Oh, so I'm gonna pop. I'm gonna pop it in the chat for you, baby. Don't right, you worry about it. Now. Wait. Um, it's by Jujul. Ah, my specialty. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely, both. Absolutely. Right, hang on, let's just pop that in there. There we go. So if you could just read that one, please. Okay, just as a point of reference, I'm just going to say that the last thing written in our group chat on here is don't insult porn. <laughs> that was from Dan. No, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I like that wry smile he's got. <laughs> <laughs> Just to uh, give you all a visual representation of what's happening, <laughs> Dan is laying down on a sofa, yep. reading his emails. Yep, he's done with this film and all of our shit. Uh, I've, I've I've taken a screenshot, so we now have we now have Dan like that lovely stuff. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> if it helps, when he took the picture, I was looking down, so my bald bonce is. No, no, no! I, I only, I only got, I only took the snip of Dan. I didn't take a screenshot of the whole screen. <laughs> That's a brilliant face he's pulling there too. Why you look like Elon Musk in that picture? <laughs> That's right. Like, that's your dad checking the football results while your while your mum's trying to watch a film. <laughs> it's not the first time I've been told I look like Elon Musk. That's kind of scary. Well, there you go. 
Hey, take it as a compliment. Elon Musk's a fucking genius. I wish I had his money. He can literally single-handedly rise and tank cryptocurrency at the drop of a tweet. In a tweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So those are what the fucking... That's that's what the idiots thought of and the people on Amazon. Ooh, hey, ooh, hey, self-referential. Um, this week, it's it's Chris. No. No. It's He's done that. This week, it's Dan. What do you want to watch, Dan? Uh, I'm excited for this, so you better pick a good one. I've flipped and flopped and... Like, I don't want to know about that. I want to know about the film you've won. Also, oh, you've sorry, on camera. We... We've been watching you flip and flop. Yeah. <laughs> More flopping than flipping, but <laughs> sure. Oh, I'm going to go with a classic, old school, proper horror. Got Jeff Goldblum in it. The Fly. Way! No way! Something <laughs> fucking weird. Because earlier on, if it was my choice, I was going to choose the fly. Shut Amazing. up. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> Amazing. I have the perfect recommendation then. Um, speaking of recommendations, um, I would suggest that you all go on to Disney Plus um and find the world according to jeff goldblum oh yeah it's amazing fucking delightful it's just really nice just weird old jeff goldblum being weird old jeff goldblum adding that to my list as it, yeah, it's yeah. great man. it's just it's just really whimsical and nice the ice cream episode really made me want to eat lots of ice cream um and i i think for three days afterwards i ordered ben and jerry's to my house did you see my new t-shirt that i bought no. My Jeff Goldblum one. No. No. Is it on your Instagram? It is. Hang on, I'll put it in the group chat. I'll find you, you sexy little beast. <laughs> I was going to say, it'd probably be quicker for me just to look you up, Paul, if I think you like all my favourites and stuff. Raven News. Uh, I've just sent it to the group chat anyway. Well, no, we're now going to sit and look for it. <laughs> <laughs> How did I miss that? It's fucking great, ain't it? How oh, my God, that? that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it's interesting that you say Jeff Goldblum played July 13th because he, he picks up on that in this in this documentary. Oh, really? He, he goes to the place where they started Jeff Goldblum Day and Excellent. does like a surprise little visit. This tattoo shop's doing like loads of tattoos of Jeff Goldblum. It's like flash designs and stuff. He like pops in and is like, hello. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. it's really good. It's really good, man. Uh, amazing. That's the fly. Cool. Um, uh, and that was my recommendation. What, what about what about you, Paul? <laughs> We're just mixing it all in. It's like a broth of after horror goodness. Uh, wow. What is my... Uh... Oh, um. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. I, I got a perfect one. Uh, that was Paul's sex noises, if anyone wants to know. <laughs> that was actually sexy. Yeah. Um, uh, short, the Sean Atwood podcast. It's uh, Sean Atwood was in the nineties, the biggest importer of ecstasy into America in the whole of the country, and he's a British <clears throat> lad, like Liverpudlian. And his podcast is like, they he interviews um, like London gangsters and ex-cops and ex-prisoners and like all kinds of interesting shit like that. So if you like all that sort of thing, it's called the Sean Atwood podcast. Very good. That's weird because that segues quite nice into my recommendation of uh-huh. just go and, go and try it- some ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Just go. 
Go, go get a, yeah. Just I mean, it's probably, worth, it's probably worth mentioning that our hometown ended up on Panorama a couple of weeks ago for drug trafficking. <laughs> well, that's Canterbury, isn't it? Uh, no, um, all of, like Medway, Medway, and um, and Ashford got oh. got um, were on Panorama. Honorable mentions um, where um, mentions. <laughs> Kent Police did a massive sting operation uh, about about two months ago where they banged up all like not all but like a load of drug dealers because they were funneling all into London they were using yeah. using Ashford and Medway as like a a, a, a silk road actually yeah, interestingly my mate who I work with told me uh, that his London friends call Medway brown Medway because of all the heroin oh wow I didn't yeah. even know there was heroin in Medway yeah so people that live in London call us brown Medway <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much heroin here. Um, you know, I, I say that, but, you know, I, I don't want to retell the story of when I was 16 and, and my girlfriend's parents at the time were both hooked on heroin and doing all sorts of awful things to each other. But, yeah, I can... You've got I, to feel sorry for these people hooked on heroin. I can just do it, like, three times a week and I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can and, quit at any time. And where Paul works is... <laughs> <laughs> It's the main source of where he gets it from. They wouldn't even care. <laughs> uh, what about you, Chris? Um, no, I really haven't got any. All I've been doing is binge watching crime documentaries. So, Sky crime. <laughs> 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 Killer Neighbours. Here I go. Watch Killer Neighbours on Sky Crime. For, for those said... families that get so mental over a fucking barbecue or something that they end up killing each other in the street. Yeah. They're all Australian, right? And there's a wonderful theme tune. <laughs> I thought you just said you recommend killing your neighbours. Like... <laughs> oh, you know, are we doing it on a particular day, time? Like <laughs> if you just put it in the chat. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to learn how to how to kill your neighbours, you should listen to uh, the wonderful podcast "Crimes Like These." You should, uh, yeah. Which has Chris and Paul in it, and the lovely SJ. They talk about true crime. True crime wigs me out, so I don't listen to it. But my girlfriend does, and she thinks <laughs> it's very, very good. Um, maybe we should have Harriet on as a guest star. Yeah, she'd love that little guest yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'll um, I'll, I'll, I'll sort it out. I don't know the, why. The once she's heard her voice in one episode of one podcast, she might actually get hers out. Yeah, well, well good. I'm keeping this in, calling her out. <laughs> 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 Put the fucking episode out. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, so the real horror um, is... Go on, Dan, what is it? I was going to say, just allowing this shit... <laughs> Onto any network, be it DVD, Shudder, whatever viewing pleasure that you had to endure. Oh, just pack it in, people. I was going to say gone off booze, but yeah, sure, that works. Yeah. Um, and uh, in, playing hacky sack with other people's penises. There you go. That's a joy. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Really, we don't go to the same parties. Um, <laughs> we don't go to any parties because we're still in COVID. Um, so uh, until next time, he's been Paul. He's been Dan. I've been the bum on the street with... Oh, no, he's been the bum on the street. Um, Chris. Um. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. It, uh, it sounded better in my head as I was formulating it. Than... That was terrible. Uh, <laughs> I've been the dead body washed up on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bye. Love you. Bye. 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 See you next week.